be safe. Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? Wait, just move move your mouth for it. Just go like this. Go. Just do that. Just do that. Well, then go Just away. do it. Yeah. If, then, then say it. Yeah, go, just make your mouth move. Just move your mouth for me for a second. Just go, mah, mah. and then I'll talk for you. You just gotta move your mouth. Go up. Oh. <laughs> Can you say welcome to another episode? <laughs> welcome to another episode. Of Where did all my friends go? Another episode. <laughs> you try it one more time. One more time. Okay. Welcome to another episode. Of where did all my friends go? A podcast about no, life in the music industry, and he's going away now. And we're coming on, 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 on. Uh, we're coming. We're trucking. We're moving. What's up, little man? Nice to have you on the show. I know. I know, right? Yeah. Should we tell? Should we tell him about how great the show was today? Yeah. Okay. Today's show, we had a band called One Life from Chicago. And they're pretty oh my awesome. Gosh, that's a great song. Oh yeah, they have a great song, and they're a great band. Should we should we get into I it? Have a question for you: Have you ever heard the Who Who song? Uh, I don't know. Who, who, who but song after is, uh, Bowling for Soups, nineteen eighty-five, because I go Who Who Who. Oh yes, I have definitely heard the Who 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 song, and it's yeah. a good song. Bowling for Soup is yes, it is your song. Should we get into the episode? Yeah, sure. And we're back with another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. And today, Pat, we have Ryan and another Pat of the band One Life with us on the show. One Life is a rock band from Chicago, Illinois, signed with Humans Were Here Records. You guys have heard us. Uh, we've been working with Humans uh, Were Here Records for the past uh, almost month now, which has been incredible. They're awesome. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you. You got the you got the good intro, man. Ooh. Yeah, oh, look at you. That <laughs> was like stop. that was your radio. That was flawless. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. Woo! Not even a stutter. There's, pro- there's probably a stutter. Don't oh, quote no. me on that. I'll fi- I'll find out when I go through the video <laughs> right, later. Right. Just go back and edit it. I'll make sure to like cut it, send it to him. Be like, you fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, put put some extra stutters in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I'll cut the stutter and just like repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how are you guys doing? Good, good. Hanging out, just, just chilling, just doing, just doing, doing the dang thing, huh? Yeah. Just doing. It. Is it? How's it? How's the weather over uh, over in Illinois right now? It's absolutely terrible. It's gonna be well, like eighty okay. on Saturday. So okay, well, okay. Here's the deal. Yeah. All right, bear nose perspective. <laughs> bear nose. So like, I want to know like, w- what do you consider horrible? Because I, up in Duluth, we just got nine inches of snow a couple days <laughs> yeah. ago. So like, what's horrible? <laughs> yeah. So perhaps I should have been aware of the fact that you're. Into- <laughs> Before I comment, I do believe I made a mistake. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no. We, I mean, it snowed. Uh, I guess like Monday, right? Right on. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you know, like I went outside today and it was like sleeting sideways and it's 45 and feels like 35 and it's, you know, goddamn close to May. So, yeah, I know. Cause currently, okay. So I want everybody to know, cause this, this will be coming out in June. So obviously this, like, it's not snowing in June. No, it is hopefully well, right you now. know what? We, <laughs> you just get, jinxed it. In Duluth, you are in Duluth. <laughs> right? In Duluth, it could very much be snowing in June. But for for us up in Duluth, my wife is getting sick and tired of me complaining about the snow. But I want to I just want to make it also very clear that we have gotten a foot of snow above average like not just a foot of snow not just a foot of snow a foot of snow above average (laughs) on top of the 65 feet you are yeah (laughs) right yeah at least though in minnesota you have like a constant weather in chicago we have that ebb and flow of like 80 40 (laughs) i i I don't know if that i mean like i get your point i do get it Uh, that is that is it's a very like you know oh here's the upside off I'm not I'd sure. Rather, I'd rather I'd rather Chicago, honestly. Oh, but, I'd rather but, have but, Chicago because Duluth. I would rather have Duluth, Duluth is like that though. Duluth is because the the thing is is like Minnesota weather. It is what it is. Duluth weather is a so bastard. All over the place. It yeah. is a bastard. It'll be f- fifty to negative twenty the next day. Yeah. It doesn't. It does not care <laughs> about you and your, about your feelings. feelings. You know what's crazy too, though, is that Pat <laughs> lives in Chicago. I live like sixty miles west of Chicago. Chicago is typically like way warmer in the winter and way cooler in the summer because of the lake. Yeah, yeah. I'm out in the desolate ass cornfields where the wind blows ninety miles an hour. Yeah, and sure. it's just ridiculous. So, jeez. Take it for what it is. Man. I don't know. <laughs> Chicago. I'm a, I so blame my parents for for moving here. You know, I blame my parents for making me born here. <laughs> Man, giving me these terrible genetics. Making me That's born. So, That's so right. sad. But here's the thing, though. Like, um, I I actually miss Chicago. I don't know if I'd ever want to like live in Chicago. Like, I I might want to spend a summer. You know, like in Chicago, yeah. knowing that, I could, that I could leave, you know, I could yeah. leave whenever I wanted to. But uh, Pat, you said that you're in Sycamore, right? Like, so you're I'm in Sycamore. You're in Sycamore. Yeah, so Pat, Pat's in you, Chicago. You're in Chicago. I'm in Chicago proper. I live in the West Loop. Wow. wow. So you're like, you're there. Oh, yeah. Dang. Yeah. That's gotta, I did. That's I hard. did most of my Chicago shows in Schaumburg back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. I like Sch- Schaumburg was a good place, man. I played with uh, a good place. I, I played with Punchline over there. Nice. Oh, that was fun. If you guys know Punchline, they're a good band. There used to be, yeah, of course. There used to be the Arlington Heights uh, VFW. Actually, Punchline was one yes. of the shows where it was uh, Fall Out Boy, Punchline, One Life, Knockout, 504 Plan. Who else was in that show? That was a crazy one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> As per usual, I probably just sat in the van and smoked cigarettes when we weren't playing. <laughs> Man, isn't that doesn't that ring true? <laughs> yeah, that was, well, that was, you got that us onto the y'all got us onto the music topic. So why don't we just go ahead and jump right in and start there? Yeah. Your current release, "I Never Wanted," is actually a newly recorded uh, song from 2003. So with that, how come you guys haven't released any of your original recordings back from when, like, MySpace was king? 
<laughs> we, we were pre-MySpace. You're pre-MySpace. We were, I think we were even like pre, like, well, we were right on like the mp3.com thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember, remember mp3.com. <laughs> yep. Mp3 and uh, pure volume. Oh, yeah. That was big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was huge. And was Nap, remind me, was Napster before MySpace? Yes. I think yes. It was, so, right? yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think it was. So, damn. So, bring me back to know, Napster. Oh, right. <laughs> um, that was like the, the first time I ever realized that I didn't like the guys in Metallica. Oh, when they, yeah. they came out against Napster, I was like, you fuckers are too old now. Okay, but to be fair, <laughs> they're also extremely partnered with uh, Ticketmaster, and I don't yeah. know that either. So they've always been on the, from in my perspective, they've always been yeah. on the bad side. <laughs> like That's totally the true. Side totally true. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't listen to much Metallica after Injustice for All, so, you know, yeah. that was sort of before they were shitheads anyways. I feel but, like I've always kind of understood that whole that whole side though, because at the same time, it's like that was the first time that people were like so heavily just, and they were stealing music. That's yeah. what that's what they're doing. And like for smaller bands, well, fuck, we're not making money anyways, right? You know, like yeah, whatever. But like no, I can understand for smaller bands, and I, but I agree. So I'm 42 years old now. This was like 20 year old me that got pissed at Metallica for taking yeah. away my ability to steal songs. <laughs> now yeah. I totally side with them. Now I'm you're like, like Metallica, you guys were fucking on yeah, it, man. They were, you they were trying were right. to save us. You shouldn't be able to steal people's shit. That's, I'm not going to argue that point. That's what argue. <laughs> Though, let's argue that point. Um, <laughs> so I guess in my we'll perspective. get back to the actual question yeah. after this. <laughs> so I'm might be able to short circuit the whole argument. The music industry is fucked up. And cool. so it creates that an impetus to steal shit because the music industry is trying to bend people over and they're doing it the wrong way. That's true. So, you know, I don't know what the current situation is with spotify and how much people are getting paid or not paid yeah it's like 0.03 cents per yeah 100 streams but i you know i think i think there's uh an argument to be made that stealing things is wrong but it's sort of like a robin hood situation where you know the, the price of gas is so expensive and so ridiculous and the way that the artists get paid by the labels is so fucking dumb that you know they created the monster themselves so for them to then turn around and complain about napster or whatever is awfully uh irrational foot yeah 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 and see that's that's i get that because like i i grew up playing music after all this happened so uh i joined my first band when i was like 18 uh at that point, it was 2013, so MySpace was already like slowly phasing out. Napster He's was almost like, man. yeah, <laughs> Napster <laughs> was almost gone. Um, so like, <clears throat> we grew up in the music scene, going under the under the mindset of you'll never make money off your music. Right, it's your merchandise and touring yeah. and like money through the door. You'll never make money off your music. So, with that mentality, that was just so like pounded into your head it was like fuck it if you're stealing it and you right. live out in florida well i can't make it out to florida to sell you my cd take it yeah you know what i mean it. like mm -hmm. just give it to your friends yeah i don't care like, that, steal it that has always been the model though even before streaming because it was like you those those bands and like 
the 70s, 80s, and 90s signed such ridiculous deals where your advances, you would never recoup. So right. you would never get money from your records unless you were like Beyonce. So touring and merch was all you had. So so that model has still kind of stayed the same in that mindset, in that aspect. Yep. Man, that's 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 kind of upsetting. It's kind of it a little upsetting. upsetting. <laughs> but like at the same time, like and this is one of those things where like, you know, we talked about um, the whole Spotify, you know, how much do we, you know, get paid on Spotify? I will argue for Spotify every single time. And I don't want to call the, them elitists because they're still good friends of mine who are, who are out here saying Spotify is, is ripping off artists. Cause I also genuinely agree. I agree that they are, but I tell them, I said, stop looking at it in the terms of how much is Spotify paying me and start looking at it in terms of, man, I've never once had a tool as amazing as Spotify to put my music in front of literal, like millions of people. Yeah. Uh, on playlists like discover weekly or trending or what's right. new or the yeah. ability to have other users create their playlists and share it with other people. Yeah. And then you pull up Spotify artists. Now you have all of this metadata that you can track. Hey, I have, you know, 200, you know, 2,500 people listening to me in Jacksonville, Florida. Well, I'm going to make a stop in Jacksonville, Florida, because right. they're going to come on out. You know, you have all this metadata. There's no other tool. Like Apple Music is trying, still trying, um, and it's not working as successfully as Spotify is. And uh, so I say, screw the you know the point zero three cents you get on um, you know on the stream, and look at it as this is a free guide to where your audience is, where you can grow it. It's literally marketing data. What's crazy though is like it's the same old shit. It, that was college radio 35 years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, your label would go like, okay, the college radio station in Tuscaloosa is playing the shit out of your record. We got to put that on the on the tour schedule. Yeah. Yeah. But now same you get. Idea. I mean, obviously, it's much more advanced in terms of tracking and and data and stuff. Yeah. But and I agree with you. Ultimately, your record is just an exposure tool for your band. Because the that way you, you make get, money is you, doing other stuff. That you stuff. get a little bit of money for. Right, yeah. exactly. So Which, I, to go back, you <laughs> asked us why we were recording songs from 2003. Oh, no. I, I was more, we we're more asking, where, where's the originals? They're, we want they're more. out there. Where are they? They are out there. Why they're is it not there. on Spotify? Why because can't we get it? Because the recording sucks. That's <laughs> oh, boy, if that's um, not the like a big feeling, like I get this. <laughs> no, it, it, in total fairness to the, the person that recorded it, um, you know, we all did our best, but it was 2002 or 2003, and right, we yeah, were a yeah. bunch of 18 or 20-year-old kids in somebody's apartment trying to track a record with, you know, three guitarists and four vocalists and whatever. So we have, we have two songs that sound really good that were done at Rack's tracks that we never released, but then we also have, like, the demos from the dudes from Medina Lake and yeah, which, which is funny because then they went on to do fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Left us back behind in Chicago. <laughs> Pat, um, we, we understand that. <laughs> yeah. So no, so we, we tracked all this stuff and it's, I mean, it's in the wild because we played shows for a bit uh, mm -hmm. with those records and we're handing them out, um, you know, just 
like everybody else was back in the day, burning CDs on our parents' computers and giving them out at shows and stuff. And we had been, Pat and I and a couple of the other guys from One Life had been in an earlier punk band called uh, Close Enough. And we had been playing shows with the Plain White Tees and Fall Out Boy and Lucky Boy's Confusion and all of those guys. And so we had gotten close with Tom from the Plain White Tees. So he got a hold of the One Life stuff and uh, really liked it and was very supportive of, of One Life as a band. Ultimately, and we can talk about this if you want to, but we ended up breaking up in, I don't know, like 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, we probably didn't talk to each other for a good four or five years. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, and then at some point we decided like, hey, we should get together and play a show. So we started like in 2000, maybe 10, we would just like randomly throw a show together in Chicago, like once mm-hmm. every two years. And uh, we played a show probably in 19 or 20. And Tom was there and Tom was like, you guys should really like record all this stuff again. Mm-hmm. And we were like, well, you know, you're kind of rich and know <laughs> people. So maybe you could, maybe you could help us out. Yeah, make um, this can help us make this happen. Yeah. So that's that's sort of the genesis of of like why these songs weren't really out there before and why sure. we're starting to sort of for get them out into the world, you know. That makes a lot of sense though. But so with that, is this like this might be jumping the gun a little bit. Uh my pat. I'm gonna say my pat. My pat. This might be jumping the gun just a little Well, we lost him. Lost him to the kid. Okay. Um because he, he he cut he cut my brain off because I had a thing I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta try and remember. But no, I think okay, sorry, back. sorry. Okay. Uh, what I was saying is like, uh, so yeah, we have this big gap between uh, when you guys were doing this. Um, I, I, seriously, maybe seriously might not be the yeah. word for it. Because um, uh, you still take it seriously now, but like uh, more avidly, maybe. Um, with that where is your i guess fan base so when you throw uh, a uh, a show together in like 2019 2020 what was the show like it's a bunch of old fuckers <laughs> <laughs> it's like i i know how i honestly it's like i know how that is like yeah. i know exactly what you're talking about because that's that's i mean i'm 39 years old and uh that's pretty much how my shows are when we do hometown shows too. You know, it's just like all of my old friends. Every, everyone yeah. gets excited to like come hang out and see everybody yeah. they haven't seen for a while. I feel like that's of, the yeah. best though. Like, I oh feel, yeah. Like, I, like I can't wait to get there. You know what I mean? Like I'm sitting sure. here like try to like look Don't be my super best, excited. do my Take best. Your time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I like the idea of, of shows no longer being about uh, about like the drive and the hustle and the yeah. bustle and like making sure everything's perfect more like hey let's grab a beer i remember mike mike come on like like let's Dude. just hang out and then yeah. like you play a show to like 50 60 of your like friends from like growing up and everyone just has a jolly old fucking time what's more There's than just- 60 people but yeah. Well, I'm Hopefully. sorry you're famous. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me as I try my best. Yeah, I don't know. It, it depends on the day. I don't know. Um, no, 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 no. Thanks. I, I know my place. Thank you. <laughs> it, it, it brings up an interesting point, um, and not to 
take us on another like sidebar for, no, let's for go. 10 let's minutes, do it. but, um, let's do it. <laughs> you know, I remember, I remember like when we were really trying to make it as a band, um, whether it was close enough, the original four piece punk band or one life, just like the constant grind and like stress of wanting to make it get discovered or however you want to think about being successful as a band when you're a 20 year old kid who's writing songs and touring and recording and, and fucking street team meetings with, you know, five people. And it's like, whatever. Right. And I just remember like writing songs and, and having moments where I was like, am I writing like what I want to write? Hmm. Or are we writing what we want to write? Or are we writing shit that we think other people want to hear and will make us a successful band? And I remember having conversations about this with Pat and the other guys. And, you know, the, the general gist of the conversation was always like, we got to do what we want to do. And if it ends up being fucking awesome and we get famous, then cool. But if it doesn't, at least we did what we wanted to do in mm-hmm. terms of the songwriting. And whatever. Yeah, because think about that, though. Like, imagine putting all that time and all that effort into writing music that other people want to hear. Yeah. And it still blows. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and it still like sucks. Then you're yeah. like, I did all this hard work for absolutely nothing, and I'm not even proud of. It. I don't even like listening to my own shit. Like, no, that'd be maybe terrible. that's a little bit of a Debbie Downer type of mindset, but like, still, like, no, you know, I think why waste your, why waste stories. your time on on people you well, don't like? Okay, know? so I I don't know. I can't think of somebody off the top of my head, but I'm certain there are stories about people that like quit bands or, you know, basically just dropped out of the limelight completely. Because the shit they were playing was not shit they liked or wanted to yeah. play. Yes. It happens all the time. Yeah. So anyways, the point I'm trying to get to is that, um, you know, like staying true to ourselves was part of it. But like the grind got old after a while, especially, you know, yeah. as you're getting older and shit's happening in your life. Otherwise, now we come back to it in, you know, 2020, 2021, whatever. And the grind is totally gone. It's 100% fun all the time. It's literally like, if this sucks and we don't want to do it, then fuck it. We just won't do it. None of us really have to have this happen. Like, we all have jobs and families and whatever. And it's really been awesome to be able to, like, go into the studio or go play a show in front of 60 of our greatest, oldest friends. More than 60. Sometimes, 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 Pat, no, sometimes Pat specifically said more than six days, and I felt like shit because uh, <laughs> uh, that's well, that's a good show no. for me. <laughs> if uh, my the, ultimately the point here is that if I fuck up a harmony in the second song of our show and we walk off stage, at this point Pat's not gonna like threaten to kick my ass, right? Because I was a little flat in the second verse where. 10 years ago, he wouldn't threaten to kick my ass, but it was like, you know. But he wouldn't not threaten to kick right. It was a point of contention. <laughs> it was out of that way. You know, like. We also are, we had like 10 different lineups because we were a short-lived band that did a lot of shit, but very tumultuous lineup changes <laughs> every, at every turn. So we're back to the original lineup, which is also fun because it's like those, that was the OG band. and yeah. Nice. So. Well, with that being said, then, what is your take on the current music scene now that you're here, and how is it different from when you were first doing it? 
Are you asking in like local terms or in the music? Uh, kind of like it, it, let's 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 do both, but more so like your experience from what you've because you know we just uh, we just got done talking about like the grind, and and that's that's just hard, and it's con- like it's time consuming and it takes up a lot of your energy, versus where you know uh, Ryan was saying now it's like you don't have to worry about all that ex- added pressure, but so let's say from like your experience between what you were doing then versus what you're doing now and how the industry and tools have changed along the way. I mean, I think right now, like we're having super fun, like recording, like, for example, like because of technology, our drummer tracked all of his drums in Nashville. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, We've done all the bass and guitars at our bassist Jeremy's house um we've done all the vocals for the most part at tom's studio and then i've done like the keyboards you know just some weird backing stuff at my house and uh that wasn't available 20 years ago by any means definitely it's it the recording aspect has changed an insane amount in such a short amount of time insane yeah i mean like me and jeremy both have like you know like logic uad setups with like the outboard gear so we could run all the plugins through like the processors that aren't using computing processor like power like so it it's a completely different game for everybody but yeah i mean i'm really old but i'm still shocked by the fact that you don't have to bring a fucking 4 by 12 marshall everywhere you go anymore it's it's like the most ridiculous thing. It's the greatest win. It's so good that I can think you, of because carrying a fucking Mesa cabinet down a flight of stairs or is the dude, worst. Wait, try a, try a wait. six by ten or an eight by ten. I was gonna say, wait, wait, you're trying to tell me I don't need to bring my eight by my eight by ten ampeg anymore? Right. Okay. Technically, so never did. <laughs> You knock that off right now. <laughs> so, okay, could have brought a sans amp the whole time. So here's a couple things that I've done um, to, uh, because of that fact, Ryan. Here's a couple things. One, um, since uh, most bass amps have a DI out anyway, yeah. um, I, w- <laughs> I took my old uh, 810 uh, fridge and I, I unscrewed the back and removed everything in it out. Yeah. And no it way. became a guitar vault. I made yeah. it a guitar vault. That's awesome. And so, like, it would still be on stage. It still looked like it was coming from it. Right. But, like, you just put your guitars in there and pack everything up. I took the 410 that I had. I had, a like, a 410 orange cab or something. I don't remember what it was. I, you, only, you only mic one speaker. Right. So I took the bottom two out, and then when we were done, my amp head would go into the in the cab underneath. Lovely. Save, like room in, you don't need it. And now I'm sitting here like my fly rig is a pod go. <laughs> like yeah. I, like it's a, a little pedal board. It's on it's on yeah, the chair right there. Yeah. That's it. And there's a place, Pat. You know this place called the Warehouse. It's in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and it has at least three flights. Too. What's that? Oh, yeah. I said I know that place too. Yeah. Other- so you know the stairs. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> There's like three flights of stairs in this place. And I remember being on tour and walking up, going, just looking at the stairs, like, fuck this. 
we're going di <laughs> like, <laughs> but the fact that that's an option that we're just like yep we're gonna di everything like i know it's crazy <laughs> it's uh, it's so good i this I is the, the age that i get though. to grow it's up such, i so love great. the warehouse <laughs> steve's a great person <sighs> he is a great person but yes yeah, so yeah. i i agree with you 100 percent. think that that's changed inc- incredibly like over the course of what even just 10 years alone yeah well the other thing too is like i you know, so Pat and some of the other guys have stayed in the music scene. When I, when we broke up as One Life, I was in law school. And so when One Life stopped, my music career stopped. Like I didn't pick up a guitar for eight years or whatever. Oh, wow. And um, I really kind of just like lost touch with the industry. <clears throat> and I was, I didn't care. I was busy doing other shit. It wasn't like bothering me. But when, I came back to it. There's, I mean, so much stuff had changed in that time period. And we talked about it earlier, like the Spotify thing. We started recording this latest record and they started talking about like curators. And I'm like, the fuck is a curator? I'm like, I know what the word means, but like, how's this relate to Spotify? Apparently there are people that have a shitload of followers that, you know, either <laughs> charge money or somehow like I, you guys i'm clueless about this shit but like this is totally different right this is you know what used to be like yeah that's actually technically what pat and i do with our playlist we are yeah that's that's how okay this whole thing i'm speaking to the curators yeah Yeah, you you guys have a big playlist right i mean i I it's growing it's a growing it's getting there we have about 1600 followers on our playlist or whatever now we got like 2200 2200 now awesome oh is that Oh, we've been married, what, five years? Ooh, 23. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, like, uh, however, for, especially for you guys out there listening, because you guys are the ones who listen to the playlist, we don't charge. We don't charge people to be on our playlist. We just no. simply, our vision is to just help and to yeah. get people to listen to good music. That's awesome. Um, but people do charge. And technically, technically, it is illegal and spotify is trying to crack down on it are they really Um, yeah they are um because spotify has what's called editorial playlists and Mm -hmm. their curators who work for spotify curate these editorial playlists and by doing other playlists like that it's not illegal to create the playlist and have a massive following that's not illegal it's 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 they're trying to crack down on people charging for slots Sure. I don't know the whole details about it. Um, it I, I could be entirely wrong. Who knows? Um, yeah, I don't know. I know they, I don't, just, they don't like it. <laughs> I know that lots of people uh, over this past year have tried to convince me to start charging for it. It's just not something I'll do. Uh, I personally, like, I've been in a band. I've been doing music um, for a long 20 years, something like that, you know, early 2000s same yeah. thing you know and uh i know how hard it is uh to get anybody to fucking listen to you and that that's what this whole thing is about that's what unsigns of pop punk's about just you know just i know what it's like i know what it's like for no one to give a fuck yeah. and and to me uh personally and if anyone out there is listening uh that does have you charges for your playlist i'm sorry i think it sucks um it makes me think you don't give a fuck mm. and uh and it's like 
And if you don't like that, that's okay. You don't have to like it. If it makes you feel bad, then you probably are doing something wrong. Yeah. I feel like if if you have to exploit bands. And that's what uh, it is to me. Who have zero money. If you have to exploit them to make your money, um, you're in a shitty business. (laughs) Uh, If you, yeah. I I think like the plugging business is still like a, it kind of makes sense that like there's pluggers who will distribute the music to you for your consideration. Right. Yeah. For sure. For those people. I mean, I hate to be the old guy in the room, but like this is pay for play. It goes back a hundred years. Yeah, exactly. And I've never liked pay for play. Philosophically, I don't think anybody should. Well, it depends on what, 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 so I've had two people, at least in the Wisconsin scene, um, define pay to play uh pay to play is basically you pay the promoter and then you can play the show uh the other pay to play is you buy a select amount of tickets and you sell those tickets for a profit um personally i have no issue with buying tickets and turning them around i don't have an issue with that for me as both as a promoter and a band guy it helps push the band to actually promote their shit because right. I, I think people have gotten lazy. We really have gotten lazy promoting stuff. We just make a post on Facebook and we're done. Like right. me, I'll like send flyer information. You're going to print out the flyer. You're going to print out these handouts. <laughs> you're going to go down to the town. Yeah. You're going to place it everywhere. You're going to place it in your public library. You're going to place it on State Street. You're going to place it on the college campuses. I don't care. Yeah. You're going to give it out to people. Um, that's like promoting. And then it's like, if you know your fan base, like I know my band can pull like 60 to 100 people where I, where I live. Okay. I can buy 20 tickets easy. Like yeah. I, I've sold out tickets three times and just got more from the promoter. And then the promoter mm-hmm. that I've developed that relationship with is just like, no, don't even worry about selling tickets. Just play. You know what's hilarious is that well, there's two things actually I want to say. First of all, Pat and I and the other guys in One Life and the and the prior band as well would I mean it was insane the amount of hustle we would fucking mm-hmm. come up with to get people to the show. At the time we were in the original punk band, our drummer was in high school still. We somehow managed to convince the fucking school bus driver to take a school bus full of high school kids to one of our shows at the Metro. It made no fucking sense at all. I don't know who allowed it to happen. I don't know what (laughs) insurance was covering the bus. I don't know how somebody didn't die on the bus doing God knows what. But, like, that's the kind of shit we would do. I mean, like, we would make a phone call or five and set up something. I mean, we used to do shows in VFWs where we would run out to VFW. We would go pick up the stage, put the stage together, put the sound system together, run our own sound and be playing a punk rock show while like 17 world war ii vets were in the back drinking at the bar <laughs> yeah that's I mean, the that, kind of shit we used to do one of those shows was close enough show off and lucky boys confusion yeah it lombard was, vfw baby the whole thing was nuts I and that. i don't feel like lombard. that shit exists anymore so to the extent we were talking about what the industry is like now i think that's gone we burned 3,000 CDs on our own burners, and yeah. we would stand outside of the Metro every night being like... Yeah, here you go. Mm-hmm. Here's here's a new band to listen to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, no, now with now with Spotify, now it's just begging people on Facebook to listen to you, it seems. Like. <laughs> right, uh, right, right. And, and like, and just in case anybody out there, because here's the thing. The, the music industry, even now, 
would be different or let's say revert back to a, a sense of familiarity with where it was if the hustle stayed the same. Now, I don't mean not taking advantage of Facebook. I don't mean you know mm-hmm. not taking advantage of marketing. What I mean is, sure. okay, maybe you're not going out and burning CDs, but what you can do is you can go to Vistaprint and get a hundred business cards with a QR code that leads people to your Spotify. Yep. A QR code. And it's cheaper than burning CDs. And yeah. then you go to the Metro and you're handing those cards out. Uh, it's just absolutely. a quick scan. You're gone. For quick sure. scan. You're gone. Or like flyers, flyers on your college campuses. Are we actually still doing that anymore? No, we're not. Like, are we going to, let's say uh fallout boys coming to uh, the Coliseum here in Madison. All right. Are we standing outside the Coliseum door knowing we're not seeing Fallout Boy, but hitting everybody right. in line? Yeah. That like when Warp Tour was still a thing, we're like oh, going yeah. down the line. Here, I got music with headphones. Like, like mm-hmm. check out my band. Do you like it? Worst Here's sunburn of my life. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, standing outside of Warp Tour promoting band. Yeah. yeah. But think but about it. If we were to just take a more creative, uh, or even <laughs> hell retro, because this is what you guys yeah. were doing. Back when this stuff didn't exist, back when right. Zoom or, or, or you know, uh, Facebook, uh, Google Docs that we have pulled up, back when this shit didn't exist, you guys were taking advantage of every fucking thing you could. And we, as my generation, we just don't. And, it, and we sit here and we complain behind our keyboards. Nobody's coming to my show. It's like, well, when was the last time you went to somebody's fucking show? Like, mm-hmm. what was the last time you gave a shit about a band that's doing well in your area? I don't, I don't know if this is still like a, a thing not happening in Chicago, but I mean, this was like Kill Hannah, who was like older than us, mm-hmm. Fall Out Boy. I mean, like all the all the bands were doing this for as as long as me and Ryan could remember from our right. time. Yeah. Right. Well, and even like I don't know. I mean, Pat really was one of the the progenitors of songs from a scene in Chicago, which I don't know if you guys have heard of, but I mean, I'll, I'll let Pat talk about it, but essentially Pat and a couple other people got together and said like, we need to start putting on showcases for Chicago bands and, you know, went to the Metro and said, we've got 15 bands. We need two full days, Friday and Saturday. And we, we set up, Pat set up our own scene shows for us. Right, and we did a, we got a, a studio, we got Racks Tracks to let us do two songs from like six bands, and we all did new songs for this compilation, and it was like, it, it blew up the scene that was already big, so. That's, that's awesome. awesome. The, and that's what we just need, we need more, yeah. more people wanting to put that kind of effort in. Yeah. Um, and obviously there are, there are some people, and yeah. there are some bands, and there's some, but it's just like it's it's not the it's it's not the same as it used to be, which is fine. And that's also like my old man way of interpreting <laughs> because it it is obviously significantly different. But yeah. at the same time, there's so like, you know, from I mean, we get for our playlist alone, I get like about 100 submissions every two weeks now. And it's like and there's so many bands being like, well, no one else listens to us. It's like, well, what are you doing to get listened to? Yeah, you know, and And the mindset of like, you know, oh, but you know, this band's doing it. This band's making it big. This man's making moves. I can guarantee you, they're working twenty times harder behind the scenes than uh, than it looks like in in in, you know, and from the stage. Sometimes though, and sometimes it just it's just dumb luck too. Right, it's true. That's totally true. But if you're relying on dumb luck, 
get the fuck out of here. Like, nobody, yeah, you I definitely don't, cannot. Don't. Yeah. Um, you can't think even about hope it. it's for like, dumb luck. For me, there's a band that I really like to listen to. They're called Boys of Fall. Um, I'm sitting there like, oh, I'd love to have Boys of Fall numbers. I'd love to be able to make that happen. And then I just like, what, sit on my ass? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, go out there and do it. Just do the fucking work. Go to a local show. Guys, if you're listening to this, go to a local show. Be there to support the scene. And then if you want to like promote your shit, bring a couple business cards with QR codes to your Spotify and then enjoy the fucking show. Yep. It's not, it's just, mm, just, you know just go out, really, build, build the scene. What's really blown my mind. And I think, you know, maybe part of what we're talking about um, stems from the fact that things really seem so easy now. Like it's so easy to just go on Facebook and put a post out or, you know, link people to your Spotify that it's sort of like a lost art now mm -hmm. of doing some of the shit that we used to do that people may not even really think about because they haven't had to do it like we did back in the day. But you're absolutely right in what really I've talked to the talked to the other band guys about this. Like I came back kind of into the scene peripherally when we started doing these reunion shows in like 2010, 2012, whatever it was. And over the course of like that 10 year stretch, the number of people who I knew or was familiar with in the Chicago scene, not just musicians, but like photographers. I mean, fuck, just kids that were like into the scene and came out to shows that are now giant fucking promoters and work for Ticketmaster, fucking whoever. Right. Um, it's crazy. I mean, I was just telling my 12-year-old that the guy that took the first promotional photos for One Life <laughs> was fucking, became Kanye West's personal photographer, has done like a shitload of videos for Frank Ocean and shit. Blows my fucking mind. So I hear like Pat will talk about like, oh yeah, so and so from some you know local band from 10, 12 years ago is now like the head of Johnny Minardi. Records. Johnny yeah. Minardi is the head of uh, <laughs> Electra Atlantic. It's bonkers. Yeah, you got to put, you gotta put the work in. That's but that's what it all. Yeah, here's my all point, down to. That's what I'm saying is that I absolutely agree. That shit doesn't happen if you're not going out to local shows yep. and meeting people. Mm -hmm. Whether you want to be a musician or a photographer or a sound guy or a fucking, you know, an illustrator for album art or posters or whatever, and, you have to go to shows and be there and meet people and shake hands and yep. introduce yourself. And think about it, man. Think about it. Uh, this might be this might get a little morbid and i don't mean to, to get morbid but think about it like i love morbid the the, <laughs> the days of the 60s right 60s 70s days some of those rock stars are still around and now they're slowly starting to go we just lost uh you know we, we lost tom petty a few years back uh we're losing uh rock stars tom that, petty uh, dead yeah yeah. Oh, you, oh, you've been gone for a while. <laughs> you've been out of the scene for a while. Uh, no, but like, oh, it, like no the, way. the people who went to the local shows then and became Tom Petty's personal photographers, right? They're old. They're dying. Like yeah. it's it. Oh, no, no. <laughs> okay, what? You you missed. Um... We on one of our last podcasts where we did uh, 
where we interviewed Fairview, what your guys' okay. label Sounds mates. Good. Yeah, his uh, his his kid was super intense and oh. very into being on the show. Yep, because awesome. he was in like he just sat and was asking them questions. Awesome. It was he did, uh, he did my job for me. Yeah, he did both of our jobs because he wouldn't stop talking. <laughs> and he's for. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but back to back to what I was trying to say is like uh, the people who they're slowly dying out, right? And now we have the people who are uh, you know. Kanye West's personal photographers. Oh, and my camera's going. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> so the, uh, the Spotify listeners are like, "What camera?" <laughs> <laughs> I can't um, see shit. But like th- that generation is also going to go away. Like yeah. they're gonna die out, which leaves this next one that we're building currently left in its spot. Mm-hmm. So the people who are out there hustling now are hustling for 30 years in the future. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not hustling yeah, for, sure. for, you can't hustle for, like, you know, TikTok clout now. You can't hustle for for that 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 uh, career that you want now. It's not going to happen now. You have to be hustling for 5, 10, 25 years into the future so your career can actually be what it's supposed to be. And we don't have that hustle. We have a generation of um, instant gratification that when it's not there, all right, guess I failed, right? And then it just moves, move along. But, you know, we're going to turn like 60, right? Like I'm going to turn 60 and I'm going to get a, like a see on my Facebook that uh, my buddy Johnny is now working for, I don't know, like Charlie Puth or, or the next like big yeah. rock star, like uh, uh, Greta Van Fleet. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yep. And then I'm gonna sit here and go, man, wish I hustled as hard as 25 years ago. Like, so hustle, maybe, guys, just hustle. Maybe you will be Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. Man, well, I mean, I've gotten to work with a few few different people, so I'm still trying to hustle. Did you, but, did uh, you guys listen to One Life or no? I gotta yeah. tell you. Yeah. I've I I've listened to especially the the newly recorded version but yeah. i have watched some old videos okay <laughs> i only listen to the newly recorded version that, that's that's all i've got well there's more there's more on the way can't wait so we're gonna yeah. do one last question before we get into our next segment and then awesome. it's gonna be a breeze if you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now that you wish you knew when you had first started out mm. what would it be I can go first, Pat, if you want to think about it for a second. So, I mean, I think we've talked a lot about, um, you know, sort of theory of mind for a person who is trying to be a professional musician and what the the motivation ought to be. And I think uh, that's that's probably that and just persevering. Mm. I, I, I think um, me personally... I was always a little bit afraid of what would happen if I didn't continue to go to school or start to line myself up for a real job and a, you know, a family and all that stuff. And all of the people that I know that I was friends with back in the day that are now huge rock stars, they did not fucking care about any of that. Right. They literally were like, I'm going to get in a van and we're going to drive all over the goddamn world 
and <laughs> I'm just gonna do that until I'm either famous or I die. <laughs> yeah. And they had no qualms about it. I mean, if you like, if you talk to Tom Higginson, that was what his life was gonna be about. Whether that meant he made any money or not, he really didn't give a shit. He just wanted to write songs and play songs for people. I personally, on the other hand, was always extremely nervous that I was going to be 35 years old and still be in a punk rock band playing a show at, you know, some fucking hole in the wall bar in Champaign, Illinois. Hmm. That bothered me. And because that bothered me, I went to law school. And then there was a time in the band where the band looked at me and said, okay, dude, like, you gotta, we either gotta go on tour or you're not gonna be in the band anymore because we got an offer to go on tour and this is what it is. That was the moment where I made my decision and said, I'm, I gotta fucking take finals, guys. Like, I can't go. And they were like, okay, see you later. Hmm. And then I had dreams about beating the ass out of Pat Gilroy for like, <laughs> you know, five years. <laughs> but, uh, but I guess the, those are the two things. So, you know, make sure that your motivation and your, your songwriting and your relationship to the music and the band is, is pure and is what you want it to be. And then you just got to be willing to, to do it. And that's all you're going to do. You got to commit to it. Yeah. But you I, I, my, my uh, advice is the same as Ryan. I mean, I did like the 50-50 thing where it's like, I was always going hardcore, but then I was like, well, I have to have a career and I have to do this, like go all in or don't, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's fair. And, and, and but think about it like, too, is like those people like Ryan, that you're talking about, uh, that you get what both of you guys are talking about. They're like, Oh, they're either all in it or they're not. Well, they have a career. They have families. They got kids. Yeah. They have everything that like, we have always been scared about not having while they went for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we life has a funny way of just figuring itself out. And we constantly get in our own way and we use let fear and doubt <clears throat> seep in because of this imaginary window where I'm not successful by the time I'm 35. I'm not, good enough or i'm never right. gonna make it or i'm not gonna have a family or like it's like nah that's all up here man that's all in our own heads we do it to ourselves and so like it's just it's just that that dy dynamic even that dichotomy of this is able to happen we just get in our own way but i love that i love that don't be afraid of uh, don't be afraid of it and just fucking go for it guys you guys have been amazing we're gonna jump into our next segment right after this break did you guys know that we have a playlist on Spotify for up and coming new bands? Well, we do. It's called the Unsigned Pop Punk Playlist. We update it bi-weekly for up and coming bands. There's 45 new tracks on there every other week. Go give it a follow on Spotify. Save it, share it. We wanna help you discover your favorite new band and also discover new bands in your area that you can go out and see for as little as $5 for a show. So give the playlist to follow on Spotify at Unsigned Pop Punk. It's as easy as that. And we're back with One Life for our next segment. Our next segment, guys, is called the Obscure Questions segment. 
So we've been talking a fuck ton actually about like, well, what you know, the do's, the don'ts, the ins, the outs, like Fallout Boy, the plain white tees. You guys have like been there, done that. Fuck yeah. Let's do something stupid. <laughs> so <laughs> the obscure question segment is just a bunch of questions that are, you guessed it, fucking obscure. All right. Question number one. What is the worst flavor of Hot Pocket? Oh, God. I mean, you, you've been doing the music stuff for a long time. You fucking ate enough Hot Pockets. I don't know. I think I only know pepperoni pizza, and I fucking (laughs) love that thing. (laughs) I I don't remember the last time I ate a Hot Pocket. Anything? I think there was, like, a chicken and broccoli one that was fucking brutal that I remember. That sounds like it would be brutal. That sounds brutal. That sounds exactly the thing that would be brutal. So and and not in the metal sense. No, yeah, not in, not in the fucking Slayer Mastodon sense at all. <laughs> when Bear and I came up with this question earlier, it was a just a quick consensus that it was obviously ham and cheese. Oh yeah, mm, I can get like, down with that too. Ham dude, and cheese, right as right as you hear it, you're just like, yeah, mm. yeah. That ham is so weird, dude. It's like in squares and it's like chewy and gross. Oh yeah, I'm I'm with you there. Yeah, it's not ham. Because I mean, there's there's I mean, it's not like I eat hot pockets all the time or anything like that. But like, I mean, the Philly cheesesteak one, solid. It's it's solid. Yeah. I don't know what the sauce is in there. We don't need to. It's it's just. But it's it, <laughs> it's okay. it matches it. It's, it's all right. <laughs> but uh, any of the pizza ones are always good. Yeah. Uh, the meatball the one. The meatball one is fantastic. Right? It's yeah. good. Yeah. And then I you agree. got that ham and cheese, which is always overstocked because no one fucking wants it. Yeah, it's terrible. All right. Get it out of here. <laughs> but okay. So since Pat hasn't had uh, uh, hot pockets in a hot minute, if not ever, because maybe you're not a hot, maybe you're not a hot pocket. You may not have. Yeah. What's like, what's your go to like frozen food item? Like, you know, like fast, ready, microwavable, let's go. Jack's frozen pizza. That was some Jack's. Winner. Dude. Now, like, do you eat the whole pizza? Because, like, I don't, if sometimes I don't well, even bother cutting it up. Fuck yeah. I split it with my wife. That works. That works. Now, it's, I'm going to. Like, just, like, fold it in half? Or do you actually have to cut it? Because, like, again, <laughs> I, I don't even use a cutter at this point. I just go around the crust because that's the way once the crust part is done. And just gets messy boot, every, you know? Well, that's yeah. true. But, like, once the crust part is done, you're, you've, you've eaten the worst, quote, unquote, worst part of the, like, the, the pizza. Everything right. else is just middle bite. So you just, like, work your way around. It's a wonderful thing, yeah. Well, it's all good. And, and, and home run-in pizza in Chicago is really good. Ooh. It's quite okay. tasty. They do yeah. frozen ones too that taste exactly the same. They only have like seven ingredients. Damn. I really feel like my kids are just dumb because they don't eat any of that shit. They won't. I literally, they will not eat any of that shit. They won't eat like Chef Boyardee stuff. Man, I fucking grew up on beefaroni for Christ's sake. I mean, my my kids won't do that either. I don't get no. it. It's so good. Microwave burritos. Those are still oh, yeah. good. I mean, Chef, Chef Boyardee is still trash. Of. Chef Boyardee is trash, but like yeah. microwavable oh. burritos, like dude, SpaghettiOs has always had this like yeah. vomit taste. I yes. don't like SpaghettiOs. It's so I bad. Like it's got that like what is that? It's not like a taste. It's like a oh film. It's got like a fucking <laughs> film on it. <laughs> That's called MSG, man. <laughs> so now this is probably not a popular opinion. But one of my favorite frozen pizzas, 
back when they had the Mexican style pizza. Roma. Tost- Totinos or Tostinos or Totinos. Yeah, pizza. Totinos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. How about they- pizza rolls? You guys into pizza rolls? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, right? My I'm, kids don't I'm, eat that either. I'm Jax. into anything pizza. Jax has <laughs> right. a Mexican, you can't lose. The Mexican Jack's one is amazing now. I'll yeah. bet. Like, I'll there's not out. enough yeah. Mexican pizzas out there, but for some reason, Totino's, they knew what they were doing, they and then the they fuck stopped doing. fucking doing it. <laughs> and it made, it's so depressing. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, they... They stopped doing that, but Hot Pockets won't stop with the goddamn Hot Pockets. <laughs> <Damn it, geez. laughs> Fuck them. Fuck, just take a hint, Hot Pockets. We don't like Fuck them. Fuck you, Hot Pockets. <laughs> yeah. Unless, I of course, you're you're, you decide, unless you, of course, to sponsor us, then, right. buy, <laughs> us and then, then I, will my, fill, I will fill my freezer episode. with ham and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Top of the next episode. Sponsored by Hot Pockets. <laughs> can't, can't wait. All right. When in fear from a tornado, do mm. you, A, find cover? B, call for help, or C, become a full-on Midwestern dad, grab a beer, head out to the porch, and try and find it. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) One life had a very short life. I mean, I think it was like, what, two years, Ryan? Yeah. We played a bunch of out-of-town shows. Grand Rapids was one. Was that it when we were coming back? Yeah, yeah. This was fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) We're in a van. And you have like the degrees of people of anxiety. So in the front, <laughs> yes, that, that is the worst. That is the best way to describe any band ever. Degrees yeah. of anxiety. Yeah. In the front was Eric, who we call Godfather, and and Ryan. Then the middle was Chris and Jeremy, and in the back was me and Mueller. So in the front, did you guys sit in order of anxiety or? Basically, yes. <laughs> it, was, it was happenstance. It's complete happenstance, but yes, we did. So there was a tornado warning every county we were driving through from Grand Rapids back to Chicago. (laughs) So we have the front seat that's like not worried about it. We have the middle seat that's like, this is kind of screwed up. And then (laughs) me and Mueller were in the back. And I mean, I felt like I was in the movie Twister. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because you're in the back. So it's just. Always swerving around. Yeah, the trailer's back there. It's windier than hell. So, I don't remember the exact uh, anything past that, but I remember (laughs) me were like about to cry. (laughs) Let me add some color to this. Uh, So we we played the show, and I think, I mean, I think the statute of limitations is up on on anything we might have done here. (laughs) But I think Eric and I, who were in the front may have been the drunkest of the six of us <laughs> which may have which may have also added to the fact that we were not anxious about the fact that there were tornadoes all around and, and why you were swerving so much exactly. right? yeah we were like fucking whatever man so we're trying to find our way out of grand rapids first of all and in our drunken stupidity i don't know what the fuck we were thinking but we got lost and i was like oh hey eric there's a cop over there why don't we ask the cop for directions? So Eric like pulls over and he's like, hey, we're trying to get back to the highway. And fucking Mueller's in the back like, are you fucking dumb? We drank like 12 beers a piece and you're talking to a cop right now. <laughs> so we get on the road. We drive about 10 miles down the highway. We think we're getting off where we're supposed to get off to like switch highways. We actually ended up going 
into the airport, the Grand Rapids airport, <laughs> going the wrong way on a one-way street. Oh, Thank Christ it's like two in the morning and there's nobody out there. So we figure that out. We turn around, we get back on the highway. We're driving down the road. Everybody's freaking out about the tornadoes. And here's the best fucking part of the story. I thought Mueller was going to cry. So there's like lightning strikes happening in the fucking distance, right? <laughs> Every time there was a lightning strike, I'd go, shit, I just saw the tornado. And Steve would go, what? What? What are we doing? Pull over. It was fucking fantastic. Oh, my God. That's, that we is so much it. better than what my question genuinely was. <laughs> we made like, it. Uh, to oh, answer yeah. your question. Generally, I put bicycle helmets on my children and we go sit in the basement and I do drink a beer. <laughs> and I grab a beer. <laughs> or two or three, but whatever. Beers. See, yeah. I'm the... Plural. Since I don't know since, how long we're going to be down there for. It's very true. Sure. Yeah. Since I, uh, I'm up in Duluth and I have little to fear of tornadoes touching down because one has never happened. Uh, <laughs> but when they always, they always end up having like, you know, a siren go off like usually at least once a year or something i'm the uh i'm the go onto my deck and and take a look kind of guy yeah yeah same so we had a tornado hit my town um 2003 2005 something like that obliterated my town like it, it was, oh, no. it, was a hu- it was it was huge like we That's were lucky terrible. we didn't get like hit or nothing um but like literally neighbors of ours like houses were just gone like but i remember like looking up in the sky going ha huh, this is cool. And then I also remember the moment shit got serious. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was just like, oh, this is cool. I got all of a sudden, like, I here. like, <laughs> like our Spotify listeners won't be able to like enjoy this, but anybody on YouTube, like, I was just sitting here, like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I started, I, like, I was like, oh, I'm moving. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I think this is time. <laughs> and I just go down and dude, like, the, the sky, if you haven't experienced a tornado, the, the sky is such an, odd color like and like there's like a like a tint to the air i don't know how to describe it there's like we always see that in illinois it just doesn't always form like form into a cloud but we see that fucking yellow yeah that and then and and you're just like god you before it hits yeah it is quieter and stiller than fuck and it's like it's eerie you're just like this is not okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right well you guys did it we're on to our next segment, and this is the, I promise you, the last segment. It's also the quickest segment, so we'll get you guys on your way. <laughs> Pat, take it, my boy. This is our rapid-fire question segment. You're, you're just going to shoot from the hip and speak from the heart. You're just We're going to ask the question. You're going to give us pretty much a one-word answer. Got it. Okay, Are who's you ready? doing? Do you want to rotate? You, uh, bo- both, you can both answer. Yeah, you both answer. You just because this is where this is where we turns. find out if you guys are like disagreeing on each other, and we're trying to start a war. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First question: Pineapple on pizza? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Nice. Yes. MTV it. or Fuse? MTV. MTV. PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. Oh, you! <laughs> <laughs> I just bought one. After, I haven't had a game system since uh, Sega Genesis. Did you buy the new oh. one, the Xbox Series X? Yeah, nice. Nice. I've been a PlayStation guy since PlayStation One, and I play a shitload of video games. So nice. I, I uh, we gotta we gotta hop on some shit too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Most things are I, are cross platform now too, so you guys can play no matter what. 
Yeah. We should all play some Apex some night. Right? I love Fuck yeah. it. You ever play Apex? My kids will kick all of our asses. Oh, I'm fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bad. Like, dude. I am so bad. But for some reason, I, I hate like every first person shooter game. I just don't like them. I never have. Yeah. But Apex, for some reason, I fucking love it. It's so good. Like, awesome. like, I'll kill like one person every like seven games. <laughs> but like, <laughs> he's pretty awful. <laughs> I'm super bad. Right. <laughs> but I just have a lot of fun. Um, but I did, I was playing uh, the remade um resident evil 2 last night for playstation mm. yeah and that scary as fuck i literally just started yeah. it last night my son and me were out out here i shut off the lights it was like eight o'clock <laughs> y'all ever <laughs> y'all ever play slender man no i know the story on it's, slender so it's a fucking it's a freaky fucking game like it's scary yeah. as fuck i remember i had to play slender man with like five dudes and like as soon as one would get like fucking freaked out, he'd have to switch the controller while the other one went ahead and hid behind <laughs> sure. the couch. I straight up remember just going, nope, I'm, I'm fucking out. done. I'm yep. done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pat. Uh, let's wait, get back one into more, it. One more thing. One more oh. quick question. Wait. It's I got one more video game question. I gotta yep. find it though. Because um My God, man. I know. I know, but I was gonna say this who? would be this would be super fun <laughs> if we all play together. Have you has has any of you played uh, Sea of Thieves? No, no, but I genuinely want to. I have it, and we should all play together. And you, you're oh, pirates. Oh, pirates, yeah. Oh, sweet. Now, this, the, the reason this game is so awesome, though, is because not only like you're pirates and you do wild and crazy shit, but like you <laughs> have to like you have to actually sail your fucking boat. Like you have one person, like it, you have to move the sails and shit where they yeah. need to you have one person like it like that's you actually, pretty awesome it's yeah. really cool and it's, like you can hear the the other people online like so like if another ship yeah you're tries playing to against you, other people you can, hear, yeah. you can hear what they're saying too that's awesome it's so pat will be yelling fun. like raise the main flag mother yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much Pretty much, and then you know, sometimes you got you get attacked by megalodons. I just need to buy the external hard drive so I could like house all these games. Yeah, I know yeah. they're huge now. Well, especially because like the online, I think last night I was even just trying to update Apex to play it on my computer, and it was like mm -hmm. ninety six gigs. Yeah, it's crazy. Jesus. Yeah, I, I had like I had like three games in my new one, and it's like now now I just have one because of like uh, GTA whatever version it is yeah gta 5 yeah great game okay we'll get now we'll get back to it okay okay <laughs> next one this one's a tough one sometimes well, actually it's a very easy one but is a sweatshirt a sweater no no, no absolutely correct you're right uh tom I'm glad we all agree there <laughs> yeah uh, we had one person not agree and that started a fight yep. yeah um, <laughs> i can imagine Tom DeLong or Matt Skiba? Ah, oh, fuck, Matt, Matt Skiba. Matt Skiba. In wait, Blink wait, did Pat did Pat say uh, uh, Skiba? Yeah, yeah. But you like we're not talking like Blink or Alkaline. It's just either or. I, I would go, I would go Skiba all the way. Nice. Yeah, we're we're Alkaline. The original the original band we formed close enough was like uh, Alkaline band. Nice, and that's yeah. that's fair. Alkaline, so good. 
Yeah. Yeah. Two questions left. Guitar okay. Hero or Rock Band? Rock Band. Guitar Hero. No. Ah, division. <laughs> Let's go. I live for this shit. Only because the ripeness yelled that over the dungeon. <laughs> what what happened? His wife told him to answer it. <laughs> His wife made him answer it. Uh, last one. Newfound glory or simple plan? Ooh, newfound. Newfound glory. That's right. Is that Pat, the correct Pat, answer? Pat, Pat wins that, that that's one. My, that's my I'm, correct I'm answer. I'm a simple plan guy. Bears uh, a simple plan they're guy. both good. They're both yeah. great bands. They are. Yeah. I just, I like simple plan. Drive through records. Drive through records. I got to go with Newfound. Absolutely. Drive through records. Drive-thru. Is uh, was a cornerstone, yeah, of the yeah. pop punk industry yeah. for absolutely. Us, you guys did for it. Us it. You made it. You made it to the podcast. Like, congratulations! Hey, there's one last thing that is left for you guys to do right now. It's plug your band, plug your brand, promote yourselves. What's next for One Life? What are you guys up to? What have you been up to? And let the world know where to find you. And you. Uh, I defer to you. I have no fucking idea what we're doing. <laughs> we are going to be releasing a bunch of these singles and then a record. And then after that, hopefully a brand new EP. Wow. So these are doing a video out. at some point. It's a lot, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're going to do a video. I don't know. People have been texting me a lot of shit. I mostly ignore it. At this point in time, you know, by the time this airs, we'll have it ready, but we'll have to get. See if we can get that music video on our music video show, super awesome music video show on Twitch. <laughs> That's we'll awesome. Be, we'll be added to your playlist like tomorrow, so it's perfect. So you know, perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, that's that hustle. That's that drive. Right. That's right. that Spotify curator <laughs> shit we've been talking about. And with that, maybe crossing lines. <laughs> we love it. Cross our lines. It's pretty great. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on to the podcast. This has been absolutely fantastic. We've had Ryan and Pat from One Life. This has been another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? A podcast about life in the music industry. And we'll see you guys next week. Hey.